Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's focus on big tobacco and BC's ongoing lawsuit when it comes to uh, tobacco companies. In 1998, British Columbia filed the first lawsuit uh, against tobacco companies like Imperial Tobacco, Rothmans, and and Benson & Hedges. Now, other provinces have joined in in on the lawsuit over the years as they hope to recoup health care costs. Now, today, three national health organizations want Canada's premiers to push for initiatives to reduce smoking during settlement negotiations with the major tobacco companies. In an open letter, the Canadian Cancer Society, uh, the Canadian Lung Association, and the Heart and Stroke Foundation say government should make uh, cutting tobacco use a top priority in talks that began four years ago as part of the province's lawsuits where they want to get this, seek a collective $500 billion uh, in damages. Joining me on to discuss the issue is Charles Aurelia. He is the advocacy manager for Canadian Cancer Society. Charles, thank you for joining us today. Good to be here. Why do these three national health organizations want uh, the premiers uh, to focus uh, to a certain degree on reducing smoking uh, when it comes to these settlements? Well, we know that tobacco continues to be a leading cause of preventable disease and death in in BC and Canada, uh, and it kills more than 46,000 Canadians uh, annually, as well as 5,800 British Columbians uh, every year. Uh, We also know that Smoking continues to be responsible responsible for almost 30% of all cancer deaths. So that's, that's significant. That's almost a third of all cancer deaths related to tobacco use. So it's quite important to make sure that um, uh, tobacco control measures are included as part of this uh, settlement process. In this, but would that not be accomplished just with the uh, monetary um, damage that are being see- uh, that the premiers are seeking? It's $500 billion in damages. Uh, one would assume some of that would by these respective uh, these respective uh, leaders, they, w- they would put some of that money towards uh, reducing smoking, uh, would they not? Uh, some of that uh, would, but uh, it's, there's no guarantee exactly how much of that money would be uh, put towards uh, tobacco control measures. Um, the United States actually went through a similar process uh, where they sued tobacco companies and went through a settlement process. Uh, there was an independent fund created out of that process, as well as states were allocated funding um, from that settlement. However, not all states uh, use that use that money towards tobacco control measures. Some of that money went to general revenues, went to infrastructure and other things. So we really want to make sure that there's a, a dedicated fund um, included in the settlement process that to ensure that uh, tobacco control measures uh, continue. So that when you look at the the core worry. Uh, from these three national health organizations, the Canadian Cancer Society, the Canadian Lung Association, and Heart and Stroke Foundation, is that government settles um, and and wins a certain amount of dollars, significant amount of dollars from these tobacco companies, but it does end up in general revenue. Uh, you actually want this money dedicated specifically for reducing smoking, but also potentially cancer treatment, whatever it may be. It should be saved for the specific issue at hand rather than uh, general revenue. Correct. Um, we want to make sure that at least 10% of the distributions from the settlement 
uh, go to a specific independent fund uh, to reduce tobacco use. Um, we're also in hoping that the settlement includes uh, banning remaining all tobacco promotion. Uh, we're also asking governments to ensure that um, within the settlement, uh, the tobacco industry is required to make extra payments if uh, tobacco reduction targets are not met. Uh, and then finally, making sure that uh, tobacco companies are required to publicly disclose millions of uh, internal company documents that um, really, really tell what uh, their behavior has been over the past number of years. And that would, in regards to your latter comment, that would be very similar to what the United States uh, had requested and won? Yeah, very similar. In the United States, I believe they uh, uh, the settlement read, led to approximately 40 million uh pages of, of internal documents and you know that that disclosed a history of, of bad behavior from uh, the industry so you know uh, things like uh, marketing light cigarettes as safer even though they knew that uh, they were not targeting children and youth in the advertising and marketing campaigns um, those documents also show that uh, you know they, they conspired to suppress research on, on the risk of smoking, as well as invalidate public health warnings around the risk of smoking. So, really, a lot of a lot of uh, evidence there. So, we want to make sure that those documents are, are available to the public to see. Mm. Now, uh, your comments at the beginning of our conversation here was the fact that uh, you don't want these dollars to go into general revenue, but more importantly, that a significant amount of Canadians are still dying of cancer, and that's d- due to tobacco products. Uh, now, having said that. Uh, isn't it fair to say that we are still winning the battle against the smoking industry? And what I mean by that is you compared to Canadian society today, BC society today, compared to two or three decades ago, I recall in my early days as a reporter, the debates of whether or not we should be banning smoking in bars and the fact that the the industry would uh, would go bankrupt, and it hasn't. And I think most people would say it's actually quite nice to go to a bar or, or uh, another establishment and not have to come out smelling like uh, like an ashtray, and it's better for your health and there's not the secondhand smoke. Are we not winning, though, if you step back at a macro level and say, hang on, we're not perfect, we've got more to do, but we're actually heading in the right direction here? Yeah, so, uh, you know, significant progress has been made over a number of years due to policy um, initiatives over the, you know, last uh, few decades. Uh, That being said, uh, tobacco continues to have a a significant health cost on on a healthcare system. Uh, In BC, uh, the province spends almost $700 million in healthcare costs uh, related to tobacco use. Um, We also know that... uh, Almost around 85% of all lung cancer ca- cases are directly related to uh, smoking commercial tobacco. Um, and that in Canada, uh, the number of lung cancer uh, deaths related to cancer are, are you know, are more than breast cancer, pro- prostate cancer, and colorectal cancer cases combined. So tobacco still has a significant uh, impact on, on, a, on a system, uh, on a healthcare system, and in um, the lives of British Columbians. When you're saying tobacco products, does that include vaping? Uh, for for uh, the number of uh, cancer cases, that includes uh, vaping. However, the settlement does not include uh, vaping itself. Um, it, this the settlement uh, process uh, happened a number of years ago when uh, vaping was still quite new. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you know vaping is still still a significant concern uh, for, for British Columbians. Um, in, in 2017, um, there were about a, a quarter of youth uh, vapors who uh, reported that they were addicted to vaping. 
that that number has increased to about a third uh, in 2022. So so you know this this concern there, but the settlement process is specifically about uh, smoking. Uh, and the reason I brought up the issue of vaping, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I, as a dad, I, I hear stories already of kids just going to the bathroom at a high school, and there's kids in there vaping, and, and it's not one school. It's Every school deals with this to a certain degree. In many ways, we aren't finished yet with reducing the amount of uh, smoking-related health challenges that we have, but vaping seems to be uh, sort of the new frontier in regards to dealing with this issue when you say a third of teens are already using it. And are heavy users of it? Yeah. So um, again, as you mentioned, uh, you know, vaping vaping is still a, a significant concern. Um, you know, the the good thing about this settlement process is that it is an opportunity for governments to recoup some of those healthcare costs um, that can be dedicated to uh, tobacco control measures. So you know, once once those settlements uh, happen, uh, the problems can also introduce additional measures to combat uh, vaping. Here in BC, um, they introduced uh, a vaping tax, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as um, some partial uh, bans on on flavors. Uh, That being said, you know, again, it continues to be uh, something that we're we're monitoring and and, um, looking to work with government to take action on. Any sense of what the range would be for settlement? I know 500 billion is thrown out nationally. Uh, what would that mean for British Columbia? Any sense of what you think those numbers would be? Unfortunately, in this process, uh, healthcare organizations haven't been involved uh, within within the settlement negotiations. It's really been happening behind close, closed doors uh, between provinces and big tobacco companies, which is which is a concern because we want to make sure that these health measures are included within the settlement process. So we're really not sure. But we're hoping that the province does take lead on this issue mm-hmm. um, and and include those those public health measures. BC, you know, has demonstrated leadership on this. It was actually the first province, not only in Canada but in within the Commonwealth, to file a lawsuit against uh, tobacco companies. Uh, and uh, when it did, um, sorry, and when it did uh, Health Minister Adrian Dix was in working on the tobacco file in the Ministry of Health at the time. So, you know, there's, there's opportunities here. Mm-hmm. My final question to you. Um, New Zealand I- introduced the legislation or passed a law to ban for life the sale of tobacco products to anyone born after January 1st, 2009. I think that would make someone 13 years old, roughly, uh, at this point. Uh, is this what we should be looking at where legislation should be brought in that would actually wind down the business of tobacco companies in Canada? Yeah, so there's a number of uh, policy measures that can be introduced to uh, curb the influence of, of tobacco use and, and, and smoking uh, within Canada. The settlement process is, is one example. Uh, at the federal level, uh, the federal government has introduced a cost, a tobacco cost recovery fee of $66 million, uh, which, is, which you know, recoups the cost of the federal government's uh, tobacco control strategy. Uh, as well as the, the government has set a level, a target of less than 5% use for tobacco by the year 2035. So uh, it's, it's a number of incremental steps, but uh, we're hoping to make progress along the way. Charles, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much. Pleasure to speak with you.